Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We do this every day. I'm Pat Mulroy, the director of the World of Learning Institute. The World of Learning Institute provides virtual instruction in world languages and other courses like calculus and chemistry. And this year, we are hosting full-time IU8 students through the World of Learning Extended Campus. So when you find it difficult for your school to get a teacher, we are here to help you. And we do this every day. Um, we try to make virtual learning authentic, relevant, and engaging. So you can contact me at pmulroy at worldoflearninginstitute.com or pmulroy at iu8.org for more information. And today I have Melissa Henderson, one of our virtual learning specialists, and Lauren McMinn, one of our supervisors with me, to talk about the journey of the world of learning and a little bit about our story. So for those of you who haven't um, listened to us for a long time or just don't know about us, um, we started off, we we are starting off our eighth year with IU8 um, and this is our third podcast season. So um, we thought it would be a good time to just remind you about who we are. And uh, Lauren actually sat down in a cafe with me Lauren's with us today. Um, and we sat down in a cafe and we thought, well, what is the story of the world of learning? We were storyboarding all our courses and Lauren um, really kind of drove, drove the boat, drove the train, drove the car. So, <laughs> Lauren, you want to tell them a little bit about our story? Yes. And I think we were fueled by some delicious food and that always helps. <laughs> you yeah. can't, can't get anything good done unless you're eating or, you know, having a nice coffee. So <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, I was really inspired by storyboarding in general. And I was just, was like thinking about, you know, what are some of those like classic stories of, you know, just like even just thinking about fairy tales or just like these sort of, um, tropes, I guess, even you could say, like things that you just hear over and over again. Um, and I was drawn to that sort of hero's journey. And um, I think, you know, I start, we started like researching a little bit more about the hero's journey and just kind of like, wow, we found ourselves like really identifying with a lot of the different parts of it. Um, and we always, you know, at the world of learning, Pat is always putting the students at the center. Pat, you're always telling us students at the center. Um, and so having the student be that hero and then the words that popped up, like the assistants and allies and all that sort of stuff that comes along with the hero's journey, we're like, yes, like we could be that. And then the, the districts are too, because they're really there to help the students take the classes they want to take. And so I think we were just kind of seeing that it followed this lovely little journey that, you know, everyone kind of played a role in, you know, the hero is on their journey, the student, but then it takes it's a whole world that has to kind of surround the student to get them where they need to be. Right. Um, We're all interconnected. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like what it reminded me of, um, and I'm going to call her Dorothy because when we were at um, the storyboarding over the summer and everybody was reviewing their storyboards, since I didn't have one that was content-based, I used this story and folks were like, you know, it's kind of like Dorothy going down the yellow brick road. You know, she has this mm -hmm. big ideal, you know, she wants to get out of her small town and, see the big world and so you know i named dorothy in in this little story like kind of thinking that it's dorothy going through you know mm -hmm. and i wonder melissa if like as we go through the story of like the classes they're not taking um do you have a story of any of your kids who would be that dorothy or you know the lion i called leo and 
Tim, the Tin <laughs> Man, you know, like, so, you know, like people who might be afraid to go on that journey, but they really kind of want to do it, you know, and so, I yeah, I mean, I know that I had a couple students at a, a local district close to actually where I live that they had tried to get into French their junior year. And then we had kind of um, talked it up to their district so that they could then take it as seniors their next year uh, because they just had that issue. Like they're there. They felt like there wasn't enough kids to really take a class. But um, and after speaking to them, we convinced them that it was best for those students. And so then they were able to take it their senior year and just a sweet bunch of, of students. I mean, they were so excited to be there and happy to be in that class and to finally get, you know, what they had wanted. So it was nice to mm. see it happen. It's really kind of cool because I, I mean, the first part of our story is obviously the classes they are taking, but then we moved to like chapter two is you know, kind of the welcome home, no class, no problem. We got you, you know, like here we are, the world of learning. And, you know, and that's kind of what we've encountered with those students is that we become this like awesome, caring place. Right. And that call to adventure where, mm -hmm. you know, they're in that place. Well, it's not just about what they don't have. It's about what they want. Right. So, you know, districts have their limitations. They have like certain, you know, staffing and all that stuff that goes into it to offer a course catalog. But our districts are, you know, um, they're really dedicated. You know, they really want to give students, they want to make a way. I mean, my inbox, like since the beginning of the year has just been filled with teachers saying, well, I got this student who would really like to take a class at this time. Any, any chance, or can we make it work this way? Um, because it's those guidance counselors, it's those principals that are really hearing students every day come to their office and say, like, I really want to continue with, with Chinese, like, is, what can I do? And so, you know, it's about that student's like call to adventure, you know, that beginning part. It's not about like what you don't have. It's about what you're looking towards. I want, I kind of want to frame it that way too, in a sense, you know? Right. Right. And I think like, that's like that piece of like, I can learn online. Like I'm sure Melissa, like you went out this week, you know, you were kind of in that. So like chapter three for us is like, I can learn online. I can get these skills, you know, not only can I learn Arabic or I can learn French or I can learn calculus or physics, but I can learn to navigate a different type of educational journey. What did you see out there when, you know, kids were tentative at first, right? They are, they are, they're a little nervous, I have to say, but, but usually by the end of the session, they all seem pretty good. Like they're actually looking, we do a little scavenger hunt with them at the end to try and find things to just build up their confidence that they can find what they need. And, um, and to be able to find whatever information in their course that would get them to that next step to get them through each of those lessons and find their contact information for their teacher and find the schedule for the week and find the where the lessons actually live. So they they did start out very tentative. I agree. But usually by the end of the session, they were like, if I asked a question like, you know, tell me one fact about your teacher. Like they're fast. They're really quick. Like, it's almost like they were anticipating what I was going to ask and they, <laughs> they were able to find it that quickly. So, um, and students are amazing. I mean, they really, they kind of just dig in and go and, um, it's really neat to see that happen. So I really enjoyed, uh, spending all that time with those students this week. It was really, it was fun to be with them. Yeah, that reminds me when I have a peek into the onboarding sessions, like I was experiencing like a parallel in my personal life because my son 
um, he started playing the new Zelda game, Tears of the Kingdom, okay? And I'm not a gamer at all, but like I'm watching him do it. And he's like, when you first start, like you get, they have you do things that you're going to need to do later on in the game, you know? Like think about like, you know, Link, he's on the hero's journey. He's got to go save Zelda, you know? And they put you through these little activities so that you'll know how to use your sword and you'll know how to, you know, dodge certain things. And so you guys do such a great job of that in the onboarding to show students, like you walk them through, like, you know, I think even had some of them send messages to their teachers, right? You know, and that's a big part of learning online, like communicating. So you're like, here, send a message so that then the teachers had messages in their inbox waiting from students in some cases. And so that's just really cool because I feel like you have them go through all the little steps, you know, and so then they're ready to, to you know, use their master sword when the, when the time comes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. Like if, if you think about it, like gaming has been like one of those places where they talk about the example of like the quick reinforcement. And it's really fun because I'm, I have a homeroom this year. So, um, and I was just talking to Melissa about that a little bit because we're, we're co-homerooming together and, <laughs> and it's really kind of fun to see, um, you know, our teachers giving feedback and, and that immediate feedback. It's like, it's so important, like in a world where, you're not seeing each other face to face. And, and it's so exciting for me to see that our teachers are doing that. Like, it's not even like, it's like seven o'clock in the morning, it's nine o'clock at night. And, you know, the teachers are taking a look at the, what the kids are doing and, and, and they're really giving some meaningful feedback and, and that's kind of cool. And I think those kinds of things kind of um, maybe ignite the fire to say, well, you know what, there are ways for me. And that's like our chapter four, like, you know, in the bigger story, like obviously, you know, kids go all along, but like that takes us back to the Dorothy's, right? This is only the beginning because, you know, Dorothy ended up taking four years of Arabic going on to kind of an elite school, you know, and, you know, it isn't that she just wanted to get away, but she wanted to see a bigger world. And this gave her an opportunity that she might not otherwise, and she got a full ride. I mean, that's, you know, and some of it was because she did study Arabic and she had that interest and, um, you know, and then it's hard, you know, I know her teacher stays in touch with her. And, you know, when you leave a small town and you go to a place where people have had other opportunities, like you really are that small fish in a big pond, but she did get some of those resources because her school, like you said, our schools are awesome. They're wanting to find what kids need. And, and that's a bigger part. And I think sometimes, you know, that's what people don't know about us at the world of learning. So, um, you know, that's kind of our story in four chapters, four short, short chapters. And I'm sure you both have stories of like those French students you were talking about who took it through their fourth year. It's it's meaningful for them if they want to do that. Definitely. So, what do you think? So what else do we want to tell people about the world of learning before we head out for the day? Melissa? Oh, geez. Take it away. <laughs> so much. We want to say so much, right? I know. I know. Um, I just, I love the energy and I love the, the positiveness that seems to radiate from everyone that's here. And um, I think that's just a really special place to be. Hopefully that, like, I think that's what we want to get to kids. So like, mm -hmm. we've had quite a few bumps and Lauren, you've probably been the recipient of being in the bumpiest chair um, for the last two or three weeks. So um, I hope you're still feeling that positivity as we like 
kind of hopefully are getting into like a little bit smoother sailing. Yeah, definitely. That carries the day. And I know that this will all be a distant memory, you know, once everybody's chugging along happily in their courses, because I think, you know, talking about like the excitement and wanting to start, I think that's where it's hard. Like if there's a schedule change or a login issue, it's like all that excitement turns into maybe stress because you like want to get into your course and you're so excited to start. And so, um, yeah, that's where we just, you know, we're doing our best and, you know, the kids are getting started and, and one by one, we're, you know, making sure to get everybody in the right spot. But yeah, it's, it's, you know, the positivity from the team and from our lovely districts and the students, it carries the day. So hope really that does. continues. <laughs> well, thank yeah. you too for carrying my day. Um, you always do. And it's so fun to watch the two of you work. Like you were French compatriots and, you know, now you've been in <laughs> leading the charge here. So it's so good to work with you. I hope you both have an amazing week and an amazing school year. Thank you, Pat. Same Thank to you. you. All right. Yes. Take it away. <laughs>